0: Bruce Newberry, the food dude. It's bake time once again, and when we talk clam bakes in Warren, Rhode Island, we talk to the one and only Captain Vinny, who joins us on the line. How are you, Captain? Captain, my captain.
1: Yes, Bruce, how are you? Captain
0: Vinny here. Hello, Captain Vinny. It is a pleasure to talk to you, and it is especially good to talk to you about the Father's Day Clambake at Perella's.
1: Yes, once again, it's the uh, fifth annual Father's Day clam bake at Perella's Restaurante in Warren, Rhode Island.
0: Nice. Nice. And there's nobody that puts together a clam bake like Captain Vinny. I hope you can share some of your secrets with us today.
1: Well, I learned from the best, and uh, it's uh, basically... A derivative of a Warren Fire Department clam bake from Ladder One, Engine Three, Engine Five, and Engine Six. Nice. And basically, those clam bakes are the same except for a few ingredients here and there, but all of them obviously include main steam clams, uh, soggy hot dogs. We do have a Buckwurst, which is a rem dog. Yeah. And of course, White potatoes, sweet potatoes, onions, corn, and dressing, which is a uh, cawhog stuffing. Yes. And, of course, white fish and all the other ingredients. And But basically, my my bake, which I do for Lou Perella, is a derivative of Engine Company 3, which is very similar to the bake served from Ladder 1, Engine 5, and Engine 6.
0: Now, where did these bakes all take place back in the day?
1: Back in the day, they were uh, many of them were at uh, a place called Rostix Grove, which was right at the Swansea Warren line.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh, they were either at the East Warren Rod and Gun Club, or they were at the um, Pete Seppi Pavilion.
0: Okay, what was the biggest bake you ever did? How many people?
1: Uh, the biggest one engine three ever did was about five hundred people, but wow. engine five. <laughs> engine five does one over 750
0: how many clams is that
1: uh for one uh, for one 750 would include about 36 bushels of clams
0: oh,
1: um, it's engine threes for 500 We're about 18 or 20 bushels
0: how many clams are in a bushel
1: well supposedly it's a bushel is supposed to be forty-eight pounds. I see, but that isn't necessarily true
0: anymore. Sure. Uh, things happen, and it's inflation, right, Captain Vinny? And
1: a supply chain. I gotcha.
0: <laughs> so let's let's get down to it here. We want to hear about the the buckwurst because that's a unique ingredient uh, that uh, you don't hear about very very often. The buckies, you have those made special, right? Those
1: buckies come out of a uh, place out of Syracuse, New York, called uh, Hoffman's, and it's actually a snappy griller. And our uh, late, dear friend, the assistant chief Brian Remy, yeah. who actually has the franchise, and it's called a Rem Dog, but it is as close as we can get to a uh, a buckwurst.
0: Yeah, D- describe it. It's a mild sausage. It's almost like a brat. Is it not, or is it like a white sausage?
1: It's, it's similar to a, uh, a bratwurst, but yep. it's really a white um, veal sausage. Yep. That's what it is. Um, years ago, soggy used to do them, soggy buckwurst, oh, yeah. as well as soggy hot dogs. But a bratwurst is a little bit different from a buckwurst. How so? Well there's different ingredients. There are all different sorts of ingredients, including pork and veal. Yep. Some only have veal and pork and others don't.
0: Is one milder than the other?
1: Yes, definitely. Which is which yeah.
0: is milder, the bucky or the brat?
1: I think the Bucky is milder than the
0: Brat. Yeah, I've always found that, too. The Brats have kind of a distinct taste, but the uh, like you say, the, it, the, it's a veal sausage, and so it's going to have a real mellow taste.
1: Bruce, Bruce as far as as far as far um, Buckworths are concerned, that is unique to the East Bay. Yeah. If you go to places like Westerly or North Kingston, there is no such thing as a Bucky.
0: They've never heard of Indian them. Bay. No, I hear nope. you.
1: It, that is unique. To the Bristol Warren Barrington area.
0: That is really something special. So if you want a taste of the East Bay, you have to come to the Luperella Father's Day clam bake captain by captain Vinny. it's going to be on father's day and uh, we have some tickets on sale so tell us the process now captain Vinny. we have all of those steamers we have all of those other ingredients uh how do you prepare them is there a special thing you use some bake masters will use bags others will use containers what do you use
1: yeah we uh we put the product inside a bag it's a mesh bag because it's so much easier to uh serve sure and they're still placed in baskets inside the pit, mm-hmm. but it's just easier to serve inside the bag, the mesh bag.
0: I gotcha. Now, are you using the rockweed?
1: Absolutely. Okay. That's, you have to use rock. Got to use the rockweed. So you
0: got the. So the idea is, uh, everybody thinks that it's an open fire, but the fire heats these rocks.
1: Yes. 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 Absolutely. You need you need rocks. You need wood, and then you need seaweed.
0: Yes and so the you actually get that fire going and it's a hot hot fire let it burn down and then uh, those rocks are hot and those are going to be actually what does the cooking
1: yes and it's a little bit of a science to it because there's no valve if you lose the heat you're gonna you're not going to be able to cook the bake
0: how do you control the heat you don't control it. <laughs> it controls weed. you.
1: <laughs> it, it controls you is right. You've so you just
0: have to feel. know when the right moment is.
1: And let's hope, let's hope it doesn't rain.
0: Oh, right. No question. So we get those rocks good and hot. And then what's the order that you're going to layer those things on between the weed and the ingredients?
1: Well, the weed will go on after we knock down the fire. Then right. you put the uh, clams on first mm-hmm. down low in baskets. And then, of course, all the food will go inside other baskets on top of the clamps. Then your white sheet, your uh, first canvas, second canvas, third, fourth, and so on. There's approximately four different canvases that I use.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it a special kind of canvas that you use, uh, Captain Vinny, that you found works?
1: Yeah, well, you certainly don't want anything that is treated with mm. any type of. Uh, hydrocarbon because then you'll have a fire <laughs> right
0: <laughs> so you have to use untreated uh, untreated canvas untreated cloth right
1: untreated canvas yeah,
0: yes yeah interesting so then we, no, uh, we and we that's what holds that heat
1: Bruce, you're just going
0: to have to join us. Well, i that's my plan. I'm going to do my best to be with you. Uh, but it's always so interesting because uh, this is being heard all over New England, Captain Vinny, in six states and one Canadian province. So you're really getting out there and uh, sharing this unique style of southern New England, and in this case, the East Bay of Rhode Island, cooking. This happens nowhere else in the world.
1: Well, you're absolutely right, but I, I do have to preface it that, you know, each bake master has his own unique type of plan and setup, and every single one of them are good, but if you got 10 bake masters in a room, they would have 10 different recipes for doing a clam bake. And all of them are good. For all sure. of them are
0: proficient. I'm dining out with the food dude, Bruce Newbury. The food dude has an official coffee. I am so pleased to partner up with Springline Coffee out of Newport, Rhode Island. Now, I've tried a lot of coffee and at one time tasted coffee for a living. And Springline's signature blend is what I brew in the broadcast bistro. It's a dark roast with full flavor some bright notes from Springline's signature blend of our favorite dark roast beans from Costa Rica, Sumatra, and Colombia. Springline signature. It'll be your new favorite ritual. It makes a great cappuccino, espresso. It is an excellent cup out of your drip coffee brewer. Oh, make a whole pot. Cup after cup after cup. You're going to love it. It will become the coffee of your broadcast bistro, Springline. Will you join me in a cup? Hey, I can save you some money. If you order now, you'll save 15% if you use the promo code Dude or one word, Dude when you order at SpringlineCoffee.com. Springline Coffee, we call it nautically inspired, micro-roasted coffee, bold flavors and roasts. If you feel most at home on the water, or wherever you're home, you're not going to go anywhere else for your coffee but home. When you make Springline Coffee your house coffee. So shop SpringlineCoffee.com. Save 15% at checkout when you use the code FOODDUDE. When we talk clam bakes in Warren, Rhode Island, we talk to the one and only Captain Vinny.
1: If you got 10 bake masses in a room, they would have 10 different recipes for doing a clam bake. And all of them are good. For all sure. of them are proficient.
0: You've got it. Uh, you are so right. It, it, it's a real art, and it's passed down or passed along uh, generation to generation in some families who have been doing these bakes for generations. But then, like you talk about the the camaraderie between the fire companies, that passes those secrets along from this engine company to that brigade. And so it's a real fellowship, and that, that really makes it special
1: you're absolutely right bruce and uh it's i learned from some of the older captains and assistant chiefs 40 years ago and i'm doing the same thing that they did same exact thing as a matter of fact i think i'm using a couple of the older guys canvases that i still cherish and still use
0: okay just for good good luck just for good luck that's excellent well uh we're gonna have clams we're gonna have hot dogs we're gonna have the the buckies the we're gonna have those rem dogs we're gonna have the potatoes we're gonna have the fish and uh we're gonna have a great time on father's day right there at perellas correct
1: yes we do Right in Lou's Backyard. Right in Lou's Backyard. backyard.
0: That is fantastic.
1: The event, just come on down.
0: Yeah. Uh, What time does it get underway?
1: Um, We usually set the fire somewhere around 1, and that's going to burn down until about 2, and we'll probably be serving in the 3 o'clock area.
0: Nice, but you don't want to miss a minute of any of this. So uh, come on down for everything right from the get go to uh, get going. And that is on Father's Day, which is the 19th, by the way. It's June 19th. Yes, June
1: 19th. Right. So, fifth annual.
0: The fifth annual Lou Parella Father's Day Clam Bake and tickets are on sale now, but there's only a limited number of tickets, so uh, the backyard is only so big. We're not doing a 500 person bake here.
1: <laughs> now we try and hold it to about 100, but yeah. sometimes we're a little bit over. But uh, we try and hold it to about 100.
0: Well, you don't want to miss out. How do we get tickets?
1: Just call the restaurant, and I'm sure people will. Uh, I'm sure people will help you out. Right. Or if not, you can have them uh, call me direct. I can give you my cell phone number, and I'll be more than happy to get them tickets.
0: Well, go right ahead, Captain Vinny. Give us your number.
1: 401-215-8738. All
0: right, so that's for a special VIP Captain Vinny tickets, though, right? Yes, sir. (laughs) You're flying first class with Captain Vinny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, so great to uh, have you break it down for us, Captain Vinny. We uh, really appreciate you sharing some of those bake secrets with us for the Big Clam Bake on Father's Day. Thank you, Bruce. All right, buddy. Lou Pirelli. Hi, Bruce. Hey, that was fantastic. That was fantastic. But I want you to tell me what are Italian nachos.
2: So we take uh, regular uh Tortilla chips yeah. you fry and we put hot uh, hot and sweet Italian sausage meat, cheese, uh, banana peppers, lettuce, tomato, shredded lettuce and tomato, and uh, a little bit of uh, cheese on uh, mascarpone cheese on
0: top. Nice. Is it a is it a size for the table, Lou, or can you get an individual one, or how do you serve it? Yeah,
2: just a regular order, an appetizer, so you can either yeah. split it as an appetizer. or or it could be, uh, yeah, aside from the table, but
0: Fantastic. It's
2: something different, something picky there with the bar during the ball game.
0: That sounds great. I don't think there's anybody else that does those. This is, uh, really something that has to be experienced at Pirellas. So, uh, this weekend we've got the Italian nachos going on. Well, Saturday, because, uh, you're closed on, on Monday, Sunday.
2: Yeah. They're closed for, uh um, Memorial Day weekend observation and, uh, yeah, we'll
0: be back in business Wednesday as usual and ready to go. Nice, uh, that's great. And of course, we're counting down to the uh, big clam bake. So uh, we're uh, we're call we're counting down to the big Father's Day clam bake. Hey, uh, let me let me take a quick look at your uh, specials here for the weekend because I saw the uh, Italian nachos right away. And those got my attention. Oh, the BLT pasta! Yes, the BLT pasta is on this weekend. Yeah,
2: that's uh, that's got uh, pork belly. We render it down with some onions and and uh, saute it with mushrooms, and then we add. Uh, no, we don't have. We add fresh spinach for the uh, the, the L of the BLT and uh, cherry tomatoes, and then uh, serve it with rigatoni or bugatini and
0: Nice. Hey, that's great. How about that pork paisano?
2: The pork paisano is like a pork cutlet. We pound it like kind of thin, almost like a veal cutlet. And then we uh, cook it in a masala sauce. We top it with fresh sauteed spinach, uh, roasted uh, red pepper melted provolone cheese over the top, baked in the oven until it's brown.
0: Ah, does that sound good? And uh, we talk about how the dishes on the menu are named for so many friends, and you've got another one on the specials board for this weekend, Baked Fish Don Luigi.
2: Yeah, that's the old, that's been on our menu since day one from 20, 27 years ago, and that's a nice piece of baked haddock. And when I was a child, and I wouldn't eat fish on Friday, my grandmother would take a piece of haddock and put a little bit of marinara sauce and a little bit of casino crumb on top, just and brown it in the oven for me. Haddock is such a light, flaky fish that uh, you know we still make it to this day. When my uncle used to make the marinara sauce, that's Don Luigi. Yes, hello. Uh, we named the fish, Bake fish Gone Luigi. It's ah.
0: Nice,
2: refreshing, uh, you know.
0: It sounds very light. That sounds just great. we love to hear the descriptions of all of these dishes. So if you want to hear them described each and every one, just come on in and pick one and uh, we'll run it down for you. But, uh, uh, buy your tickets for the father's day bake while they last and come on in Saturday and enjoy and, uh, Kicking off a great summer, right, Lou?
2: Looking forward to the whole summer. The weather's been nice. Everybody's back in a good mood. And, uh, you know, it's nice to be, you know, have a little refreshing, refreshing outside.
0: Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. Yeah. Great forward to... to- Great to get together with you, as always.
2: Always a pleasure, Bruce. We'll see
0: you soon. Thanks, Lou. Food dude, Bruce Newberry. We've already been to one clam bake already this weekend. We're just getting all of it in, making up for lost time. It's been two summers and all that. We're actually going to talk to another bake master because something Captain Vinny said in our chat a few minutes ago really rang true. You take 10 bake masters, he said, and 10 bake masters walk into a bar or walk into a clam bar, and you ask them what their techniques are, what their ingredients are, and you're going to get 10 different answers, and they're all great. Well, here's a prime example of just what Captain Vinny was talking about. It's none other than the bake master, the clam bake king of Newport, TR McGrath, McGrath Clam Bakes and Catering, who was our business of the week recently on the business of Greater Newport on our flagship WADK AM and FM Newport with my chamber co host, lovely Laurie Burke. It is time now for the uh, business of the week sponsored by Humphreys Building Supply. And Laurie Burke, we have uh, an old friend, a well known friend.
3: Yeah. Yes, we are very happy to introduce T.R. McGrath again from McGrath Clambakes and Catering as our Business of the Week. Congratulations, T.R., thanks for coming on.
4: Well, Lori, thank you so much. Bruce,
0: thanks for having us. Always good uh, to talk to you.
4: Absolutely. And we just want to thank uh, Bruce, you, and WADK, and Lori, you, and the Chamber, and Humphreys Building Supply for naming us the Business of the Week.
0: Well, we couldn't think of uh, a more apropos business to be talking about here when we are just on the doorstep of, uh, well, clam bake season. And, boy, Mm -hmm. if there's anything that puts us in the mood, it's thinking about being at a McGrath Bake. Absolutely.
4: We're we're getting getting into our time frame.
0: For sure. Gosh. Yeah, Uh, Yeah,
3: how's it been? TR, how's it been going? Everything uh, back up and running and busy as, as always?
4: Well, it's starting to feel like a like a normal year, and and we're really happy about that. Um, the events industry, obviously, we had a tough couple of years there, and mm-hmm. and uh, it looks like we're we're back to normal this year.
3: That's awesome. We're glad to, glad to hear it. I'm sure you. Uh, well, I know you did. You, you guys pivoted quite a bit during the last couple of years, and we made it through, and we, we couldn't be happier and, uh, for your success. And I just want to give a shout out to to, to um, the drafts because you guys have been involved with the community from the get-go i see your your tent outside mlk often and just you know it probably it doesn't get enough recognition for the things you guys do in the community so um shout out for for birdgrass clambakes on that as well Yeah, you
0: guys were doing a lot of feeding uh, community feeding and that is a a great great thing but i mean feeding a lot of people is something that uh, comes naturally to the mcgrath family right tr
4: oh absolutely and and through the course of the pandemic, um, you know, we didn't have to do a lot of pivoting, and we were proud of the relationship we uh, established with MLK and the MLK Center, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we we feel like we, you know, it was a big community um, push for us to to do that, and
3: Mm -hmm. we're we're definitely
4: proud of it, so.
3: That's great. Well, it's great. So, you still have the same venues for the most part, CR, where, you know, where you've been holding these events? In the
4: past few years, they won? Oh, yeah. We'll, and we'll work anywhere. We'll work at private homes, special event venues uh, throughout the state, really. Um, we, we get into Connecticut and Massachusetts as well. I think that's uh, maybe something that a lot of people don't know about us. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, we'll get a call to do a, uh, a far trip. And we've been to out by Saratoga, New York. We've been down to New Jersey, Philadelphia. That's usually to showcase a true old-fashioned clam bake.
0: Yep. Yep. What makes yep. it a true old-fashioned clam bake?
4: Well, that that would be mm-hmm. the authentic way of cooking. It's uh, certainly uh, the Native American, you know, it's an indigenous style of cooking. Uh, you know, the authentic way, you start with a bonfire, actually, to, to heat up stones. Uh, we use mostly granite granite rock. And then on, once all the stones are nice and hot, we'll put seaweed. And the type of seaweed everybody from around here knows, of course, is rockweed the type that grows on the rocks. And uh, we'll put a nice layer of that seaweed down, and then all of the food goes down, and then we cover it in with canvas. And that is as authentic as you can get right there.
0: Are there certain foods other than clams and lobsters that make it an official bake? I mean, we talk about a clam bake, and people will say, well, it's not an official clam bake unless you have a lobster. But then there are a lot of other food groups that are in there as well uh describe what's in a mcgrath clam bake
4: oh you're you're absolutely right bruce and i like to say that the the clam bake menu itself it's kind of like a thanksgiving meal you know if i go to your house or you come to my house we're both gonna have turkey we're both gonna have mashed potatoes and gravy but then there's all sorts of side dishes so in a clam bake you you know you always see lobster and, and steamer clams and then uh in ours we'll put uh, potato, corn, charise. Um Other people put um, sometimes chicken in it, different types of charise. So uh, you always have those staples. So there's always the, the lobster and the clam for sure.
0: For sure. Yeah, and uh, there are some other... Folks who insist that it it has to be there has to be a certain hot dog uh, or even another type of a sausage like a like a white sausage a bucky or which is a relative of a bratwurst and so you're absolutely right people add their own special touches uh, we were talking the other day tr about. Uh, the the origins of barbecuing, and there was a word that indigenous people of the Caribbean used to describe an apparatus that they would use to smoke fish or meat. Now, I have to believe that at some point, uh, the indigenous of of our area had to had to come up with a word to describe what we know as a clam bake today. Any idea of, of uh, a word that might have described it before we started calling them clam bakes?
4: Well, Bruce, I think you just stumped me, actually.
0: Well the only word I can come up with is barbacoa, but I mean that doesn't you forgot you're talking to the food the food dude.
4: (laughs) The the food dude got me.
0: (laughs) And and I didn't set out to stump you. I I I I was wondering if there was a particular thing that uh, a particular word that had come to mind, because you and I have talked about the history of clam bakes many, many times. And uh, I know once upon a time we had a great chat about uh, putting clam bakes into a category known as contraption cooking, where you need the canvas and the rocks and the weed and, and all of that, similar to uh, uh, bean bakes and uh, fish fries. And there's a way that they do chicken out in western New York that uh, involves a, a wooden frame. But uh, it, we, we definitely know, uh, if we've ever been to a T.R.C. McGrath Clambake, McGrath Clambakes and Catering—that it's going to be authentic, it's going to be a real Newport bake—and the fact that you've brought it out to places like Saratoga uh, really says it all. So, uh, That's great. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah.
3: Re- so how can congratulations, we f- PR? And, I, and listen, I would be remiss if I didn't recognize the fact that McGrath Clambake will be celebrating their 50-year anniversary with the Chamber next year. So yes. kudos to you guys. Thank you so much for your support. TR has been on our board. He is still serving on our Government Affairs Committee. So thank you so much for your commitment to the, to the Chamber and the greater business community at large, TR.
4: Oh, absolutely. It's our, it's our pleasure. And the Newport Chamber is... Um, just an incredible organization representing all the businesses in the area and throughout Newport and Bristol County. So, you know, thank you to to you and the chamber.
0: T.R., toss out your Uh, website real quick.
4: It is R.I. Clam Bake. So R-I-C-L-A-M-B-A-K-E.com.
0: Excellent. certainly
4: Google us. You'll find us.
0: For sure. Hey, uh, fantastic. Great to talk to you. We hope we, uh, find our way to a McGrath clam bake at some point this season.
4: I hope so too, Bruce. We'd love to see it.
0: Thanks very, very much Thanks, congratulations so. Thanks, for being
3: here. Have a great week. weekend.
0: Thank you both. Bruce Newberry. The food dude.